Hi, and welcome to Gyno Appointment Overdue, a sports examination by women. I'm Sydney. And I'm Lucy. And welcome to our sports commentary show where we delve into the male-dominated world. With our keen eagle female eye. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just a little different perspective for you. Um, One of us is somewhat educated on sports. The other... It's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sydney, I have an interesting case study for you today. I love case studies. Yeah. And this one, well, I know that about you because you're a scientist, but this one Mm -hmm. is all about um, a man named James Harden. Love the name. You do. Will I love the man? I think you, I think you might when you hear, when you hear what he did. Okay. Okay. So what if I told you, Sydney, that you could, you could have everything you ever wanted if you just gain about 35 pounds, <laughs> that would be wonderful. That would be, wow, what a, what a world. That's kind of what happened to James. But let me, let's start at the beginning, okay? Okay. Okay, so James Edward Harden Jr., 31-year-old professional basketball player, played at, the, played at Arizona State University for college, unanimous okay. Pac-10 player of the year, quite a great player. Okay. So just setting the stage here. In 2009, he's drafted into the NBA to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Don't know them, except that, oh my gosh, that was Seattle's old team. Yeah. That's the only reason I know. We got robbed. They took our NBA team. Yeah. They sure did. And James was a really good player for the Thunder. He actually really was. He was a solid role player. Role player being somebody who plays a very important part, but um, isn't a superstar. Okay. So James Harden comes off the bench. He is sixth man of the year. Six, there's actually an award for coming off the bench. Can you believe that? Is it just like the player that's the best at like coming in hot right off the bench? And Yeah, sixth man of the year. It's like basically like, yeah. You keep we, by the way, by off the bench, we mean you weren't in. You can only have five players in and then you come off the bench. We mean you weren't in and then you came in. Oh, no. We, I don't know. We got to break down basketball like that. <laughs> I just don't know how. I don't know how much basketball the people listening know. Okay. If you didn't know, there's five people on the floor. Mm-hmm. anybody else would be on the bench so a sixth man award just basically means that like you're the first substitute in for a player right and, and you can actually win an award for just being really really good yeah really good at that being really proficient when you come off of the bench oh so anyways james won that he was really he was really quite something but he i don't know i don't think he liked being second tier sixth man yeah i don't think that's his vibe at all no i mean sixth man is it's almost first tier. I know. I know. If you're sixth man of the year, you ever think about that? Like, that means you're so good at being not a superstar. Like, you are so good at being yeah, what nobody's first choice. Yeah, because you have all your best players out there. You are the best second choice of any, or the best sixth choice. I know. But anyways, what an honor. So then he's like, I'm out of here. I don't want this anymore. He doesn't sign his contract extension with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Mm -hmm. in 2012, he is traded to the Houston Rockets. And this is where, I mean, nobody saw this coming. James just exploded. Literally? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I know there's going to be something about ballooning and, and, you know, (laughs) I just want to know. Yeah, Yeah, no, this is, this is when he This isn't the moment. This isn't when he gets super fat. I mean, you know. Um, Okay. So he goes to the Thunder. And I mean, no, he goes to the Houston Rockets. Right. And he just goes bonkers. Like this guy, this guy can put the ball in the hole, for lack of a better way of putting it. This man said, I'll show you six man. <laughs> I'll show you, you six man. I bet that fueled him. Yeah. 
Totally. Oh, totally. I think it did. Yeah. I think it definitely did. He's like most famous for this like step back move that like kind of looks like a travel because it kind of looks like he takes like three steps backwards before he shoots. But I Does don't think. He? There's a couple times where I've been like, okay, that's a... <laughs> right on the edge. Sometimes he doesn't always nail it. Yeah, he's just like a really weird dude. Like, I don't know how to explain it. He's just, his build is weird. He's like six seven, um, like really athletic, but then just with like a, just a big belly. I mean, there's no point in dancing around it. Like even before, <laughs> even before. Oh yeah, the- he always has had this kind of like interesting, interesting body makeup with this big belly, but he's like so quick, like, like you can't guard him Ooh. you just can't guard him he's like a he's like a cannonball yeah yes yes and just like he just like barrels in and just puts it up yeah yeah oh yeah he does that a lot too he's he's big into threes and then layups and mostly honestly just drawing fouls like he just gets in there gets a foul call and goes to the line everybody's like ah oh, but that's just his thing i think he shot more free throws in the league than like anybody quite a few years in a row whoa okay yeah. so yeah for houston he's great from 2017 to 2020 all his season averages are over 30 points a game which is a lot that's a lot of points to average every single game yeah so i mean sounds like a lot to me but i don't know for the nba yeah i averaged probably one and a half in my high school career so listening i don't know (laughs) i know that might be it might have been point might have been a point seven or something (laughs) might have looked a bit like a baseball batting average but a really good one exactly um so yeah, he's great. He's great for the Houston Rockets and he's a super electrifying player. Fun to watch. Um, so does he, we, we've talked before about the difference between like a regular player and a superstar. Yeah. Like you have your, your role players that I guess he was when he was with the Thunder. He's a role player. And then you have your like superstars, the mm-hmm. big bad men you've heard the so much The creme de la creme. The creme de la creme. Yeah. The cream of the cream. Yeah. Oh, he's he's creamy in Houston. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I said that. <laughs> James, I'd like to apologize to James and James's family. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. But yeah, no, he's 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 top tier, top tier. But he wasn't always. That's so interesting because I feel like most of like the superstars I've ever, and I don't hear about them often except from you. But I yeah. feel like it was you know like, the basics. You know LeBron. Kobe. I know LeBron and Chris Paul's names. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Um, Paul George, I've heard of. Okay. But just, but like, I feel like they've always been superstars. I mean, I don't know that for sure. I know LeBron was kind of a, a big deal since his, since he was like got into the league at 18 or whatever. Yeah. 17? Um, 18, 17. Yeah. I think but um, like this, it's just interesting. Cause I've never heard about someone like starting as a role player and then becoming, it must happen. You must like develop, but it's just true. interesting to become a superstar. Like you didn't start as a superstar. You became a superstar, you know? Right. That's true. That's true. I think a lot of people do come in hot. Like they are like, it's mm-hmm. obvious that even if they're not, um, performing like super, super well, right off the bat, that they're always at that superstar status. Like you see them and you're yeah, like, people, they're still even like a hot when commodity when they're too young, even to really be su- like to be great yet. Yeah. Cause they're just too inconsistent. They're yeah. still like a, you're still like okay but they're gonna be a superstar right i would agree with that definitely yeah james yeah. james definitely flew under the radar a little bit like mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy if you look back on the team that he played for in oklahoma city like that team now if we think about it it's like oh my god that should have been like a championship team and then some because like they had mm-hmm. james harden who we know is like this phenomenal talent they had kevin durant but russell westbrook but this is all besides the point okay are those two other superstars yeah those are big i've heard of Ke- i've heard of kevin you know kevin these are big, 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 big deal players, okay? So in Houston, James is the man, but like, I don't know. He just has this little problem when it comes to like the playoffs and like winning. 
you know. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good in the regular season. He's so good. But it just, I don't know, in the playoffs, he just kind of had, I don't want to call them meltdowns because he still, like, had a lot of points. <laughs> I love the picturing James just, like, like on his knees on the court, like, crying. <laughs> My God. I don't want to call them meltdowns. <laughs> I don't want to call it a meltdown. He was crying, cursing the Lord. Cursing the Lord, fought with the ref. But not a meltdown per se. No, I mean, I, it's hard to call it a meltdown because he was still scoring a ton of fucking points. Like, I kind of underestimated this. He still had 30 points in this 2018 loss that I'm about to tell you about. Okay. Okay. So, or he had like more than that. He might have had like 30 something. So even J- it just that he couldn't carry his team all the way. He just couldn't win. And this is a really, this is like in the sports world, like people like to make a distinction between greats and then like all-time greats and it's always people who can win are like in that all-time great category you know because it's one thing to be just like really good at what you do and then it's another to win right and by win I'm referring to winning a championship not just winning in the regular season you know yeah 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 so James just couldn't win and I feel so bad in 2018 they were playing the Golden State Warriors who Sydney I wish you remembered was like, people were talking about them as one of the greatest dynasties in all of sports. You know what's funny? I actually kind of do remember vaguely. Okay. Only because I remember you getting annoyed that some team had, like, gotten four superstars. Because a team normally has one or two superstars, right? Yeah, that really pissed me off when they got Kevin Durant. That really grinded my And I just ears. remember you complaining that this team, the Golden State Warriors, and I was in Davis, California in college at the time. So, so people were I, probably hyped out there. People were hyped about it. Yeah. Um, I just remember you complaining about it, and that's my only sense of it. I know Steph Curry's name. I know he's a big yeah. shooting boy. Right. So the Golden State Warriors have Steph Curry, they have Clay Thompson, they have Draymond Green, and then they add Kevin Durant, and that's what takes them to this like currently. Or you mean in two thousand twenty eighteen? No, at did. this time. And okay, so that's okay. what takes them to this like new level of like, oh my god. And like, even before they got Kevin Durant, people were talking about them as one of the greatest teams of all time. Like they had won more games in the regular season than any team ever. Well, yeah, you, in 2016. you put three superstars on in a five-person I mean, starting block. But those aren't like, well, this podcast isn't about the Golden State Warriors. But we'll get to those them. two. Those three, I will say, are like low-key, not Steph. Steph's a high-key superstar. But mm-hmm. like Clay and Draymond are like under the radar, like to an extent. I think that was a pretty remarkable, beautiful chemistry combination that really made that work. Like it wasn't just sheer star power. But then when they add Kevin Durant, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? At that point, it's like you got four, four out of your five starters yeah. or superstars. Yeah. yeah. And you just added the greatest player in the world. I mean, Kevin Durant at this time, because all due respect to LeBron, at this time, Kevin Durant was probably the best player in the world. Really? Skinny yeah. legend, Kevin Durant. Skinny legend. Yeah. So anyways, the Rockets with James Harden are up on the Warriors in 2018. They're up three games to two. They play a seven game series. That's Ooh. how all the playoff games go. That's or all the playoff series go. Um, you play seven or you play best of seven. And so they just need to win one more. They, they need to three, win they one four. more. But Chris Paul, who was his teammate at the time, goes down with a hamstring injury. And Chris Paul was low key carrying the team because God knows James Harden in the playoffs gets a little, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So Chris Paul's carrying the team. He goes down with a leg injury. And like, I just knew they were effed. And sure enough, James Harden has two more opportunities to win it, right? He could mm-hmm. win game six or he could win game seven. He has two chances. He just needs one more. And game seven is at home. So it's like you're in front of your crowd. Like everything is aligning for you to finally be the man, you know, the man yeah, that you yeah. always wanted to be and you just don't do it. He just doesn't do it. So he doesn't do it. He doesn't beat. He wait, doesn't. They're up on the four team. They're up on the four superstar warriors. Yeah. 
They were up Whoa, on them. Whoa, so that was his chance to like yeah, really dude, get Yeah, dude, imagine. Him. And so yeah. but Chris Paul gets hurt and Chris Paul's a great player. And if I'm being honest, I thought Chris Paul was the guy in that series, not James Harden. And so mm-hmm. there you have it. All of a sudden, you know, it's like, James, what's, what's the deal, man? So he loses in 2018 and then 2019, very similar story. Like they are playing in a competitive series with the Warriors. It gets to game six. They're down three to two. They lose at home. That's it. Chris Paul on the series to the um in his press conference just said we lost it sucked that was all you had to say about that yeah yeah so anyways not much to add there so at this point everybody kind of knows okay the Rockets have to like figure out something else to do and obviously you know the legend James Harden is never in question for being traded or anything like that right Right, but, because even though he didn't perform as well as they wanted in the yeah, play, they're still like he's still a superstar and he's still a big deal and in a right. a fun player to watch. Right, but people are definitely starting to have their oh, little bit of doubts. Oh, you know, they're like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, like what's what's going to happen? Because it, it's very clear that James Harden himself is not going to take a team to a championship. That's, he needs another superstar there with him that yeah. can actually carry them, and he needs not just another because Chris Paul is a superstar in his own way, but he needs like somebody who he can literally put the entire load on because he well, just oh, can't handle it. It sounds like he was doing that with Chris Paul, though, and it was working until Chris Paul got the injury. So it sounds like Chris Paul, maybe if he hadn't gotten the injury, it could have actually still happened. True. Chris Paul's legit. I really like Chris Paul. But anyways, um, so 2020 is just kind of a, they have Russell Westbrook. That's a shit show. No need to discuss. It's, it's not that good a combination. Is he just another superstar? Yeah, Chris, yeah, Russell Westbrook's a very ball dominant, always wants to dribble, always wants to somebody like, actually, this has happened. Like when, when Russell Westbrook went to the Rockets, everybody was like, oh my God, they only have one ball. Like, what are those two going to do? Because both of them are notorious over dribblers. Both oh, James both Harden, Harden and, and Russell, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So we were like, there's only one ball. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> old men on the <laughs> internet be like. <laughs> every old man on every talk show Lucy watches. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one ball. Ha, ha, ha. Anyways, so for the 2020-2021 season, James Harden is not feeling it. And he <laughs> lets everybody know he wants out of Houston. James must know, too, that he's not going to win there. Right? He must know. Well, I mean, I don't know the rest of the story, but it sounds like it sounds like James is not a. It sounds. Do you? I mean, do you think James is an intelligent player? Like, do you think he has some some smarts, some game smarts, game smarts, and also personal smarts? Like, do you personal think smarts? I will not. I, that will be a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> game smarts, yes, definitely, a, definitely a tricky, a crafty player. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you why real life smarts. Well, actually, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that because what he pulls. Okay. Yeah. Let's just talk about the Houston Rockets culture because it's explained by a former staffer of the Houston Rockets that the culture there can be described in three words. Whatever James wants. Mm, prima donna. Yeah, total prima donna. So okay. it turns out that like anytime they were playing in LA or Phoenix or like other of like James Harden's favorite cities to party in, like they would know that they had to like schedule an extra day because James Harden was going to want to like party in the city for another day. Wow. He was always excused from the practice after they would come back from these cities, like all this shit. Like this dude just like to turn up like partying. And I mean, 20, 2020 partying maskless, pretty much bragging about it. James Harden's in strip clubs. He doesn't give a F like, wait, was this the fool with the chicken wings named after? No, him? <laughs> that's Lou Williams. Oh, okay. okay that's okay. it. There's other, players who have gone to strip clubs 
maskless right. during this whole pandemic thing. Okay, so he's on the Houston Rockets. He wants out somehow. And he knows he wants out. So it's pretty clear James isn't happy. He wants out. And it's just like reading this article by... Um, and then COVID ESPN hits, staffer. but he's still going and doing all the stuff he shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Okay. So reading this article by the staffer, like it's just obvious that like not only does James get everything he wants, but now also like he wants out. So obviously he's going to like... What more can you do besides go to strip clubs maskless and take days off practice? Oh, so maybe he's kind of Machiavellian. He's like, the only way to get myself traded is to behave so badly and so poorly that they have no choice but to trade me because they don't, they can't keep me. Right. Right. But he already had the run of the place. That's what's so like, it's like, what more can you do besides what you're already doing? Like you already have your, you're already taking your charter jet home from games instead of traveling with the team because like you needed an extra day in Vegas to like whatever you know what I mean like you're already acting like this was like this has been right it's like what else could they have done forever it's like what more James can you do to alienate yourself and I feel like that's when he really he pulled out the big guns and that was this motherfucker just got fat like (laughs) (laughs) like he just got fat like he just got like he already had a belly He's kind of a weird, like, body-shaped dude, but Mm -hmm. I don't even know how much he put on. Dude, there were conspiracies that he was wearing a fat suit because (laughs) (laughs) we should establish, too, and I'm sure this was, like, fat by standards of basketball. Yeah, I'm just talking about fat by the standards of an NBA athlete who's going to be on the floor 40 minutes a night. Who has to be exercising 40 minutes. Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah, there's nothing, I'm not saying anything about, like, bodies or anything right now when I say that he got fat on purpose yes all bodies are beautiful (laughs) but there is a certain look that you would expect an NBA player to have that he intentionally seems to have sort of just eschewed dude it was the memes were out of control of him when he gained all this weight and like (laughs) (laughs) the memes were insane like in the layup line like people were like this looks like my uncle just rolled up from the cookout (laughs) put on a uh, rocket's uniform like he just started looking i don't know man and so but what's crazy is people are like literally saying maybe he wore a fat suit so anyways he gains all this weight he's not showing up for practices he's breaking covid protocol Mm -hmm. which again the not showing up for practices sounds like it was kind of par for the course he was already doing shit like that but i think the breaking covid stuff and then obviously gaining all the weight yeah it's starting to put him over the edge a bit and oh and he didn't show up to training camp just stuff like that okay so he's just uh, he's chilling he's basically he's the rocket's deadbeat boyfriend and he's giving them every excuse to just kick him to the curb he's just like let me he's trying to get them to break up with him yeah he's just like break up with me (laughs) like Like, god what else do i have to do to do yeah no exactly exactly and so he um he's not showing up for training camp all this stuff anyways and he would eventually get traded to the Brooklyn Nets, which everybody was very surprised that that trade went through. That's a whole, we'll talk about the Brooklyn Nets are, we will need to discuss the Brooklyn Nets. They mm-hmm. are a fascinating team with one of the league's most notorious flat earthers, Kyrie Irving. Mr. World Flat. Yes. The skinny legend, Kevin Durant. Skinny ledge. And I mean, to add James Harden is just. <laughs> talk, and then talk about a triple James threat. Harden. <laughs> talk about a triple threat. <laughs> so they trade James, which I was really surprised that they got that trade through to, um, to Brooklyn. But anyways. Dude, his first game in Brooklyn, he's like, it's like his body is completely different. He's like shrunk. Whoa. He's almost skinnier than he ever was in Houston. Like that belly that I told you he had, it's just like gone. 
Oh, I, I, and then people are like, he was wearing a fat suit. <laughs> Dude, imagine wearing a fat, a fat suit, a fat suit to a professional basketball game. Just like he's like, just like playing in a fat. How was he playing when he had gained weight? Was he noticeably slower or? I mean, yeah, but no, no, not noticeably slower. That motherfucker always just does his thing. Like, I don't know. I he feel was like, always just going to be doing what he was doing. Yeah. yeah, he just always does his thing. Like, I don't know. He was still. I don't know. And it had way more less to do with the efficacy, probably, and way more to do with like what it represented. Like, it's not that he like it was like a threat. It was gaining like 40 pounds as a threat. Right. It was like, I'm still gonna be good like this, but I'm just letting you know. He's like, and I can I can keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I can get bigger. I hope you guys know. I don't I can, care. I can get way bigger than this. I'll burn this shit down. <laughs> no, literally. Um, so yeah, that's kind of and I mean, now James Harden plays for the Nets. They kind of had a disappointing season this year, I guess, because a lot of people thought that they were a championship favorite. That well, sounds like they had three superstars. The NBA finals are going on right now at the time of recording this. The Brooklyn Nets are not in it. So that should tell right. you what you need to know. Um, did they get far? Um, yeah, they did get pretty far. I think they were in the Western Conference finals with. Um... Oh, my God. No, they weren't. Who did they lose to? Yeah, I think they lost to the Bucks. They lost to the team that's now in the finals. Um, but you know what's weird? I can't remember what happened. Somebody got hurt. I think it was either Kyrie or James. Somebody got hurt. So they weren't, uh, they weren't at full strength. We still really haven't seen the Nets at full strength. Right, with I'm these saying. three superstars. Yeah. We don't really know how their chemistry is because one of them was off the bench. With someone of them when them was hurt. And Somebody was usually hurt, yeah. I mean, when they looked good, they looked really good. Like, I think, but they're an interesting team. We need to talk more about them later. Okay. But that kind of gets James Harden from, um, from birth till now. No, <laughs> And that's pretty much it on James. Yeah. That's pretty much who he is. No. Um, but I just think it's an interesting story. Um, it's a story of um, willpower, um, fat suits. And, Possibly. And Alleged. And triumph. <laughs> <laughs> Possible again. <laughs> and ultimate victory. I, I mean... mean Think about it. He got fat and he got traded to the exact place he wanted to go. He wanted Is that to go, where he wanted he to be? He wanted to go to Brooklyn for sure. Yeah. Oh, he might be way smarter. He's I like, mean, he's, I he's a, a dipshit for partying. I got during... everything I want. <laughs> <laughs> just him eating chicken wings. It's just him eating chicken wings. Like, I'm going to. It's like him. It's like him. That scene from Matilda with like the fat kid eating the cake. Remember the entire. He has to eat it in front of the entire school and they're like cheering him on. That's what I'm picturing with James Harden and chicken wings in a strip club. Just like, just like, I don't even want this right now, but I will go to Brooklyn. Yeah. But so help me God, I will end up in Brooklyn. I will end up in Brooklyn. Well, maybe he like ate a lot and wore a fat suit. I mean, it could be a combination. It could be a combination. So Sydney, that's James Harden. Thanks for listening to me. Um, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting, um, he sounds like an interesting dude. Yeah. That interesting to say the story. Least. Yeah. I'm curious to know his next moves because I think I'm sort of now interested in puzzling out the puzzle of James Harden. Is he... I mean, he's clearly kind of a dipshit to be, you know, partying during COVID. Yeah, partying maskless, you're a dip. But yes, how much of all of this was intentional and how much did he see coming? Like, was he intentional just doing random stuff and being like, one of these has to work? Or did he have like a, a deeper, had he talked to people in Brooklyn? Was he wearing a fat suit? Right, right. You know? Right. Is there any chance that his friends in Brooklyn like bought him the fat suit? I mean, I, yeah, there's a lot of questions. Yeah. And for legal reasons, this is all... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? This is all alleged. True. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all alleged. But um, but yeah, Lulu, thank you for telling me this story about this possible, this possible genius mastermind fat slash bandit. the fat bandit. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. The Brooklyn Bandit. Yep. The Brooklyn Bandit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All bodies are beautiful. Absolutely. Um, but he might have been wearing Especially fat man James Harden's. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, it sounds like he was still doing his thing. And so good for him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He was doing his thing. All right. Well, guys, that's all we got for you today on Gyno Appointment Overdue. Hope you enjoyed our sports commentary. I'm, I've been Lucy. Yeah. And I've been Sydney. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. And um, until next time, remember to schedule that appointment. Thank you.